Eagle looking great. Here we go. Hey. Hey, we're live. We're live. Do I do the intro? Are we live everywhere? I mean, I'm live on Twitch. I can see myself talking after about four seconds. A little bit of a delay there on Twitch. What about the uh, the YouTube? I don't know. It looks like we're live on the YouTube as well. I don't know. Achoo. Yay, it's Geo, by the way. It is Geo. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are absolutely <laughs> right, Chris. Hey, Geo. How's it going? I can't believe I guessed that. I can't believe. I was just like, hey, somebody <laughs> followed us 30 minutes before we started. Yeah. Was it Geo? Yes, apparently so. Apparently so. <clears throat> Hold on. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I, do we start? I don't know how we do live shows. I don't know what to do. I'm just going to do the intro. You want to do the intro? Go for it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. My name is Chris. And my name is Anthony. Hello, Anthony. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Uh, Here on the Sci-Fi Wise Guys, we watch and review science fiction and science fiction adjacent visual entertainment media, which uh, apparently includes all of the Dungeons & Dragons movies now. All of them. So far. (laughs) All of them. (laughs) There's There's an animated one that we missed that we might... I don't know if we'll have time to watch and record that one, but... Um, we're it's a maybe. We'll see. Well, maybe it's, all it's, the live action though. It's a navy. all the live action. It's a navy. Less nay, no. more yay. So, navy. Sure. I uh, I don't know, man. I it, it, it's good. It's fun. You know, but maybe we save the animated stuff for when the next <laughs> um, honor uh, honor among thieves comes out. You when know we, what I mean? When we desperately need content. <laughs> we desperate. We don't desperately need content right now. <laughs> Do we? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Well, how did we come to the conclusion that D&D is sci-fi? Uh, simple, Gio. We had this discussion on your podcast. Fantasy is considered science fiction. Done. Yeah. So End of, pre- end of uh, argument. And, and I'm pretty sure that, uh, what's his face? Orson Scott Card himself once said that technologically so advanced would technologically appear. Technologically so uh, advanced. No, I said technology. Technology would be so advanced that it would appear as magic to mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. to the people who don't know about it. So. Who said that again? Uh, Orson Scott Card, I think, the Ender's Game Orson guy. Orson Scott Card, yeah. Shout out to one of the OGs. Is fantasy, let's have this conversation, is fantasy part of science fiction or is it all just speculative fiction subgenres? I, I think we Googled it when we first started. Did we? Yes. Let's see. Is fantasy science fiction? This is a great pod. Producer, can you uh, can you pull up whether or not science fiction or fantasy is science fiction or vice versa? This is a great pod. We're on it. Googling it. Googling it. I know there's a big debate for sure, but... All right, look. Fantasy deals with the impossible, whereas science fiction deals with the possible. Ugh, According to Wikipedia... Know. According oh, to Wikipedia, 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 science fiction is a genre of spell- speculative fiction, which typically deals with imaginative and futuristic concepts such as advanced science and technology, comma, space exploration, time travel, parallel universes, and extra extraterrestrial life. Now, well, see, there's a lot of overlap there. Now, there's a lot if, of overlap. if I may, I guess the Dragonborn and the Faerun universe actually come from a completely different dimension. Yeah, Abir in Toril crash together these two different realms this is the nerdiest podcast we've smashed ever together had. so would you so w- is someone from a alternate dimension would you consider that an alien if, if if they're not a human like right like if uh if 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 another realm smashed into our realm and then all of a sudden we had cat people on planet earth would they would are they extraterrestrials are they aliens i don't know they're not extraterrestrials they come from a di- they come from a different planet, but they're not. They come from a different universe, maybe not a different planet. I don't know. Are they extraterrestrial? No, no, no. In, in this instance, Abir and Toril are two different planets. Oh, but they're on different. They're in different realms. We had we had oh. this discussion with uh, a couple of episodes ago with the different the way that uh, Wizards the of the Coast handles. Yeah, the spheres. They were in different. <laughs> Snow spheres. Angel says she's lost brain cells listening to us right now. Well, I mean. I got nothing. She needs to keep those. She doesn't have. She doesn't have a lot. <laughs> I got nothing. No, I'm just. I'm just saying. Yeah. I guess you could consider them. You could consider them aliens. I'm just saying aliens. Yeah. No, I would. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. What was that? Didn't you tell me about a science fiction series or book that you were reading where 
Uh oh. Maybe not a book or a show or a story or something like that where the mad like what we can what the what we would consider magic was just someone's like the ability to manipulate nanites in the air. No, that does not sound familiar. Oh, but maybe it was that sounds like well, it sounds like something I might have come up, but I don't, I don't yeah. recall. I don't. I don't. It, it might have been um might have been Ray from Science Fiction Remnant. Uh, but they were. I remember talking about it with somebody. But yeah, like what they considered magic was just someone's ability to manipulate nanites in the air. So. All aliens are hot. <laughs> I didn't know you felt that way about Rex. I do. Oh, especially about Rex. Shepherd. <laughs> Eventually. Shepherd, my friend. Well, I do feel that way about Garrus. Let's just be. Ugh. Let's just be. No, no, Garrus is fine. He's fine. And Worf. <laughs> and Spock. With some other aliens. Chewbacca. Uh, um, v- Viger. Viger is an alien. Viger is an alien. I find very attractive. <laughs> they're so attractive. They're coming to Earth right now. Yeah, it's, I can't. I can't stop it from coming. Oh God! Various Borg drones. Uh, we should. We should. We should talk about the the show, the movie. <laughs> we can, <clears throat> well, let's talk. Let's talk about some other before we get to D and D. Sure. <laughs> before we get to D and D, I'm I'm glad you agree. Sci-fi remnant. The Viger is hot. Um, Feature. In the cold of space, even like overcoming a lot of, of physical <laughs> obstacles there. Um, the uh, you know, normally, like we, we, we talk about like you know, this week or this month or whatever in science fiction, new things that have come up, things that we've been up to, things that we've been doing, reading, playing, whatever. As far as news goes, we got Star Wars celebrations happening right now. They've announced three new movies, oh, a couple of sh- new television shows, yeah, yeah. Honestly, hot take right up front. Uh, feels like they're throwing a lot of shit at the wall to see what sticks. They got three movies they've announced, or three, depending on how you hold your hands up. One, three, in, if you like, don't want to get killed by a Nazi officer. Yeah, this one. Is this how we do it? Yeah, yeah. You get there's a movie in, diff- in three different eras. Like there's a movie that takes place way back when in the Old Republic, the High Jedi, or whatever. There's a movie where uh, Daisy Ridley is coming back. It's going to be like 15 years after the last one and kind of the new Jedi Order stuff. And then there's another one that's supposed to basically be um, concurrent or maybe a capstone to all of like the Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka stuff that's going on right now. So they've spread out three different times. I don't know, three different eras, I guess, mm-hmm. to try to see. I It could just be they don't want to step on each other's toes and they want to be able to do whatever they want. But on the other hand, well, I think part of that is they don't want to do another trilogy. Oh, sure. <laughs> because the last two that they did, you know, regardless of how whether or not people feel strongly one way or another about them, while wildly successful at the box office, maybe sure. not successful critically. And there's, I, what do there's you been, mean? There's just been a lot of um, distemperment on the internets for the various movies. Distemperment. Um, I also Is that have, what you're going to go with? Yeah. <laughs> I also have news about... Disney slash Marvel, but go ahead and continue, please. No, I was just kind of like the only thing we've actually seen seen is a trailer for Ahsoka, which mm. looked pretty good. I was pretty impressed. Looks like it's a uh, maybe some rebels um, stuff going on. They she did use when referring to Thrawn, she used the term heir to the Empire, which I th- it's a book, right? Which is a fantastic <laughs> book. Yes, uh, one of the yeah the Timothy Zahn like the first of the what was then the extended universe now is nothing I guess novels the trilogy there. Shout so, out to Thrawn. Yeah. Yeah. Thrawn's awesome. But Timothy Zahn, like, I, I actually really enjoy Timothy Zahn's one of my favorite um, authors in general, not just for his Star Wars stuff, but I've read a lot of his uh, original science fiction. Let me go through his filmography real quick. Uh, or not. Bibliography? Bibli- yeah, that's what it is. Bibliography. Yeah, I don't yes, think it's you. got a filmography. Uh, let's see. Because that name sounds familiar for sure. Well, for Star Wars, he did the Thrawn trilogy and then later a duology. He started off with more action science science fiction. They had the Conquerors trilogy. Let's pull him up. Let's pull him up. Yeah. With I think, Timothy yeah. Zahn. Yeah, Conquerors. Yeah, the Conquerors books. Yeah. So there's a bookstore in our town, and they've got a really cool science fiction section. I remember going in there a lot and seeing his name and seeing, um, I guess, Conqueror's Pride, seeing that book yeah. cover a couple it's times. A, I mean, I could spoil those books. They're pretty good. I think you would actually yeah. really, really like them. Yeah. You have a Wikipedia entry we can put on screen? Yeah, I'm looking at his bibliography right now. Um, but yeah, Hugo yeah. Award look winner. At that, uh, look at that guy. He looks exactly like you would expect. <laughs> he looks like Mike Myers. The guy a that, little, yeah. a little. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 
Oh, yeah, click on that main article, Timothy Zahn Bibliography. Oh, the Icarus Hunt. That sounds familiar. I've read the Icarus Hunt. So he did some newer Thrawn books. I've read, I think, one of the graphic novels. I've read a bunch of, like, he had a a collection of short stories. I really like him. I really, really like his style. It's really easy to read. Like, they're not not overly difficult, even when they deal with pretty in-depth science fiction concepts at times. Um, And then, like I said, a lot of times it's just, his early stuff's more action, war-based. It's nifty. Nifty. Well, my news is that what I have predicted long ago Uh is coming true. What happened? The bubble is beginning to burst. Oh, well. Disney announced that they would restrict their releases of Marvel properties, specifically movies and shows, down. Good. We talked about this a while ago. About every 15, 20 years, it starts to happen. Eventually, all movie bubbles burst. I mean, obviously, I feel like I'm not going to sit here and say that I didn't have a lot of fun along the way. You know, I I enjoyed a lot of Marvel properties, a lot of the movies, a lot of the shows um, are really, really good. Some of them aren't great. So, uh, but it's just eventually it all, it happens. And I, and I actually knew the moment it was going to happen when I was sitting through Shang-Chi and the 12 rings or whatever it's called when they spoilers, when they had the big CGI fight at the very end, I was like, okay. They're going to, they have to stop making these. Like, they just can't keep doing the exact same thing over and over again. So, I really liked that one. Yeah, no, it was fun. Yeah, I liked that. Well, I mean, I, I yeah. enjoyed it quite a bit. It was it just, it was still a, it was still a movie where your lead yep. has father figure issues, runs oh. away from his trouble, mm-hmm. comes back, and then fights a big CGI monster, which is every single one of the Marvel movies so far. Hold on. <laughs> so. There's not always a big CGI. There's a big CGI fight, I guess. Oh, I don't want a Firefly reboot. Yeah, Sci-Fi Remnant in the chat talking about a possible Firefly reboot. Here's yeah. the thing about Firefly reboot. And I, I know that like we have a reputation on this podcast for alienating our key demographics, <laughs> and for better or for worse. And I think that I'm just going to lean into that right now. Firefly is not worth rebooting. It didn't work twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It didn't work twice, and I, I'm I'm also not too hot on Joss Whedon at the moment, so I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling like uh, maybe it's the most reasonable take I've heard <laughs> <laughs> on why, why why they should do that yeah. <laughs> because I'm not too hot on him right now. Yeah, I, I didn't know how else to uh, to put that. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I you can we're... cry. We can cry about it and, and, and wish there was, you know, wish it was something else. But uh, no, Disney Firefly, no science fiction is this, remnant. Is this, I thought, is this Robert? I, <laughs> uh, it's time for Universal to rekindle. Oh, yeah, the dark universe, you know, that kind of just, uh, I don't know. Maybe just don't let Tom Cruise get involved next time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's excellent advice. Excellent advice. So, you know just what? Let, just whatever you're going to do, just, just, just don't get Tom planes. Cruise. <laughs> just let him fly planes and jump out of them. He doesn't need to be hunting down mummies or whatever. He's doing <laughs> uh, senile Skittles, we have not talked about the new movie just yet. Um, yeah. We're, yeah, we're making we're, jokes at Joss Whedon's expense. <laughs> He's a punching bag. Uh, Scientology. <laughs> I guess if you're going to make Scientology the movie. They did that. Do you not? What is that? Is Battle, uh, Battlefield Earth. Battlefield yeah. Earth. Was Tom yeah. Cruise in that? Or was that no. just the other one? It was Johnny T. Um, yeah, that's the other one. Um, uh, that one guy, up. that one gentleman, I forget his name. He's got the eye thing. He's got the eye thing. I just, I, I can't get his name now. Um He's been in a lot of stuff. Let's pull him. Let's pull that up. Let's pull it. What yeah, I mean, let me find that. Let's Johnny see. Johnny T. Yeah, no, I love Johnny T. Man, <laughs> taking a Pelham uh, one three four. What was that? One four three. Three. Remember two, that one, movie? I thought I don't remember. It was the train was one. A, the train one. It was a good movie. Not Johnny T. Battlefield Earth. <laughs> <laughs> what is Cat doing? Is she on? <laughs> Forrest Whitaker. Yes, Forrest uh, Whitaker. Thank you. Barry yeah, Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> Did yeah. you? Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, my right, favorite hey, part. I, my favorite part about that movie is it was shot like this. I'm gonna uh, let's look at the let's look at the Battlefield Earth. Let's look at the uh, yeah. the cast list here. Uh, I'm gonna give you. Cast. I'm gonna share something I've never shared before. I've never seen this movie, eh. which means that um, <laughs> we should probably review it. Yeah, I've seen it a few times. Uh, a I don't few know. times. Yeah. Wow. yeah. What's the IMDb rating on this thing? Kim I mean, I, I make oh, people. Oh, Kim Coates is in this. Yeah. 
Oh, man. (laughs) You know, sometimes, you know, when it's late and you have nothing else to do and you're just like, and you're like, you know what? I didn't do anything remarkably, um, you know, uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? I didn't accomplish anything today. And I'm gonna capstone that by watching Battle Battlefielder. <laughs> look, we're gonna I'm gonna segue this into D and D. Can we look up the Dungeons and Dragons 2000 movie? This has got it. So this has got a 2.5. Battlefield Earth has got a 2.5 uh, out of I 10. D and D had a four. Yeah, right. Uh, there. Yeah, there with Justin Whalen and Jeremy yeah, Irons with cheekbones and Jeremy Irons. Yeah, yeah. Dungeons and Dragons 2000s right there. Oh my God, what are you doing? <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. 3.6. Yeah. So you're telling me that this movie, which you detested, is better than Battlefield Earth, which you've seen multiple times. Well, I mean, I've seen this movie. I've seen Dungeons and Dragons 2000 multiple times. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Look, uh, <laughs> let's let's segue. Let's segue. Dungeons and Dragons. So uh, not all the episodes have released, but we have watched and recorded and, and started to release episodes on Dungeons and Dragons the year 2000 movie. The sequel, the direct to sci-fi channel sequel from 2005, Dungeons and Dragons, Wrath of the Dragon God, of which there were no gods. And then uh, 2012's uh, also direct to DVD slash sci-fi. No, not, not sci-fi channel because it was, it was UK or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Book of Vile Evil. Yeah. Book of Vile Evil? What was it? What was the German one again? <laughs> uh, the book, uh, the Wrath of the German God, or the German God. Dungeon. Wrath of the Dragon God was called uh, the Book of Elemental Might or something like that, or Elemental Evil in the uh, the wider book release. So, because we felt like it wasn't good enough for us to just review Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves, a thing that a lot of other better podcasts are going to do. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Das yeah. Buch der Duncan Schlatten. Is that that's <laughs> that was it, the, huh? that was the German? Yeah. Good. Uh. Good. They got better as they went along. Like the third one was better than the second one. Was better than the first one. Mm-hmm. But uh, like pretty good strides. Like I'd call the first one is what we in this podcast like to call a bad movie. <laughs> and the second one is what we like to call. <laughs> eh, it was all right. I didn't hate it. Go for it, I guess. It had some problems. And then the third one was actually kind of fun, if oddly toned at the very, very least. <laughs> um, it did have my favorite moment out of any of the, including, uh, including Honor Among Thieves, uh, the moment in Book of Vile Evil where he poisons the Goliath, stuffs his body into a bag of holding. <laughs> Along with 16,000 gold coins. <laughs> sixteen or 60,000 gold coins, and then tosses the bag of holding into a lake they were camping by. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Let's uh let's jump into Dungeons and Dragons honor and among a, thieves. And he was a paladin. He was a paladin. <laughs> and he was a paladin on top of all of those things. Uh, oh. oh, it was great. Oh, it's really good. What a great movie. Oh, the movie is solid. Super solid. Uh let's let's get some facts. Let's get some facts for honor among thieves out of the way here. Well what? We got what a blurb. That? That's what. That's the first fact. Is a blurb. Mm, the blurb. We're gonna do that. A charming thief and a band of unlikely adventurers embark on an epic quest to retrieve a lost relic. But things go dangerously awry when they run afoul of the wrong people. How do you feel about that blurb? I mean, is he a thief? I guess in the most technical term, they're all thieves. Yes, but he's the only charming one, right? Mm, I don't know. I th- I think Holga's got a certain. She's got a certain charm. <laughs> Does she? Are you guys gonna kiss with the not his with his lips? <laughs> okay. Uh, and it just is the way he looks at her. Like it's great. It uh, it no, I think it's pretty accurate. It's pretty accurate. It's pretty accurate. All right. Let's yeah. uh, let's run through these ratings then. Uh, as you can see on IMDb, it's sitting at seven point six out of ten stars uh, with twenty seven thousand ratings. Uh, it's giving it a median score of eight. Over on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, it's got a 90% fresh rating with a 94% audience score. Uh, Critics' consensus, an infectiously good-spirited comedy with a solid emotional core, Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves offers fun fantasy and adventure, even if you don't know your HP from your OP. (laughs) Oh, God. 
No, audience, uh, audience consensus, audience says, uh, the movie entertainingly blends action, fantasy, and comedy, all while respecting the source material. All right, uh, enough of that. Moving over to Metacritic. 72 Metascore, 7.6 User Score. And then rounding out with the new kid, Letterboxd, 3.7 out of 5 stars. So sitting at, what is that, like a 7.4 if we translate it to 10? It's weird that the, I found it weird that the IMDb, I think the IMDb score is a little low when you compare it to the rest of them. Like I expect um, Metacritic to be a little lower, 72, okay. User score 7.6. Let's look at the breakdown on the IMDb scores. An astonishing low number of one star reviews. I think that's what I was really afraid of. No, not a whole lot. I mean, yeah. I think it's, I think a lot of people just kind of like, eh, all right. It's an I eight. Mean, it's I, a it's, seven. I think they met a pretty high bar. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, like the world we live in today, especially with a lot of the backlash that Wizards of the Coast is getting. Oh um, yeah. You uh, okay? I'm actually, now my cat's trying to jump on my desk, which will inevitably enter in front of the camera. And as much as the, everyone wants to see that, I don't want to deal with it. Uh, no, I just think that, um, like, we'll talk about it later. Um, I think that the ratings are pretty accurate. I think it's a, sure. like the the overall ratings probably a little bit low. Okay, but I mean, it's just. I mean, nearly identical nines and tens. So I mean, yeah, you go go right ahead. Take the take the floor. What were your initial thoughts, opinions? How did you feel? You have the bigger history with the property well, between the two of us. Yeah, so. especially with my boy Chris Pine. Um, shout out, doing it yeah. for the Chris's. Yeah. Uh, no, I think this uh, this movie does a lot of things really well. In short, I liked it. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of laughs. Might have been some tears in the theater. Not gonna mm. lie. I think Hugh Grant really stole the show on this one, but um, which is really funny because he's he's really known for being a bumbling idiot. Like as an actor, I don't know who like how he is in real life, you know, because it's his job. But I feel like every movie he's ever been in, he kind of, kind of you know, just kind of talks like this. Yeah, and he's just he's made a career out of it. And I think spoilers in three, two, one, making a con man, <laughs> someone who can barely say words out loud and stumble over them a little bit, I think is a very like it was, a, it was a really good choice. In fact, his line, in the, like right at the beginning of the movie, he's like, "Why did you put your faith in a con man?" Like, yeah. just really made me giggle. Uh, so I saw this on a Saturday. There were four other people in the movie theater with me, uh, aside from eBay. And no, I, like I wasn't the only person laughing. Um, it, like it was pretty raucous for a six-person theater audience. Um, I think all the actors do a pretty good job. I think like a lot of people on the internet are saying, "What's this gentleman's name?" Renee, uh, Regé Jean Page, who played Zinc, yeah, the Thayan Paladin, the DM player character. Uh, he uh, he was really good. I think like he like I think that a lot of people are talking about his performance. His like, the fact that he's so literal. I, I, I thought you would like that. Oh yeah, Michelle Rodriguez, you know, kicking ass since 1999. Shout out. And then I think a lot of the other newcomers, when I when I say they're newcomers, I just don't think I've ever really seen them on screen. Justice Smith, Sophia Lillis, and Chloe Coleman and Daisy Head. I thought they did a really good job. I thought, I thought it was a. Uh, I thought that every, everything was well acted. I thought okay. for the most part everyone did a really really good job. Um, I'm waiting. I didn't realize that Chloe Coleman was in the My Spy with Dave Bautista. That's funny. Yeah, no, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Any particular, like any, any scenes that stood out to you? Like, I, I, like you once told me that, uh, when you went to go see Star Trek 2009, you sat in the theater, leaned forward with your, with your hands like this the entire time. <laughs> I did do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, what was your approach to this? Like, was it similar to that? Or no. were you just, we watched those other D&D movies, so maybe you were just like, finally, something decent? No, I, th- I think that like, I, I think I knew the all along that this movie was going to be successful. Like, Successful I, doesn't mean you like it. It doesn't mean right, right, you right, enjoy right, right. the portrayal. Well, of... I, I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. I'm getting there. Why don't, right, me, right. why, don't you, why don't you let me do my thing? I knew it was going to be well acted. I knew it was going to be well shot. I, I knew that the CGI was going to be really good. What I didn't know is whether or not they were going to capture the essence of the property. And I okay. think that they were successful in doing that um, to a great degree. All of the characters, I've, I don't want to say I've played alongside all of them. Hmm. I may have been one or two of them. 
you know, the the bumbling sorcerer who can't cast a spell to save his life. Yeah. And then uh and then the barbarian, you know, uh, I mean, I did I didn't play a a female Goliath that's shorter than a human, but <laughs> I don't think she's a Goliath. Uh, I think she said she comes from a tribe of Goliaths, or maybe just a barbarian tribe. It's just a I barbarian think maybe just tribe. A barbarian I don't think she's tribe, a Goliath. Yeah. Aren't yeah, Goliaths yeah, yeah. like silver or gray or something? We saw a Goliath. We eh, don't seen one recently. Yeah, I mean, he just had highlighter on him. Um, <laughs> it wasn't yeah. really a Goliath. No, I, I think it captured the essence of of the game really well. Yeah, it really did a good job. Like once again. Shout out to the people who use material components when they cast the spell, like having the focus, having the bard do a distraction, like everything. No, I just thought it was a like the like all the spells. I can't believe they fell for another carpet sand trap. Like, <laughs> like when that happened, like I started laughing out loud, and my wife's like, "What's so funny?" And I was like, "I'll tell you later." This is. <laughs> this is I, like, I just can't believe they did it again. Oh yeah, I liked it. Okay, I thought it was really good cool yeah how about yourself i really enjoyed this movie uh i don't know if it's as good as the book of vile evil but it's <laughs> shut up <laughs> i mean it was kind of it was it was kind of in the same vein it was you know? a lot in the same it was um it was better comedy better comedy for sure well I, what i mean by that is like what the what the first movie did not do well was have a party what the second right. movie did was it was like we're gonna have a we're gonna have a party of people and they're all gonna play their part and one of them is going to jump into the mouth of a white dragon. Uh, and then the second one was your classic good guy pretending to be a bad guy story for the entire thing. And this one, it was, yeah, there's a party of people and yeah, there's a main character, right. but it's, it's, a, it's a movie about redemption for all of them. Like every single character gets redeemed except for, uh, what's her face? Doric, the tiefling druid. <laughs> mainly because she's the only one who hasn't done anything wrong or bad she protects the, she protects nature <laughs> yeah she's a druid yeah, yeah she, she's already one of the good guys but um zinc not zinc but holga edgen and simon all get redeemed at the end like they all overcome whatever's they're overcome uh and then one of them falls in love with a halfling so again again when bradley cooper showed up on screen did you just start laughing out loud uh, yeah i laughed <laughs> i laughed Look, uh, <laughs> did you expect her ex-husband to be a halfling? Like, no. out of all the jokes, like the visual joke, and then they double down on it while having, while having the, by having the other barbarian, his current paramour, walk in on them talking. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, <laughs> she's been replaced. And then they triple downed on that joke. When she's given eyes to the halfling, giving the medals at the very end, she's like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> no, I didn't expect it. It's no, good. It's really I didn't good. See it coming. Yeah. I really like this film. Uh, it is better than the other three movies <laughs> by a long shot. Not just because of the better actors and the higher budget, but you could tell that you know maybe it is because of the higher budget a little bit. But they definitely treated the source material very, very well. They definitely caught the essence of what it's like to play Dungeons and Dragons. There's a one character who's super serious the whole time. There's a one character who just can't take anything seriously. The plot is is this huge world-ending thing, you know, for whatever reason. Yeah. There's the uh, there's the overcomplicated puzzle that the players screw up right away and you have to give them an out so you give them a staff that creates portals because yeah. i guess that's what we'll do on a whim because you yeah, destroy the bridge oh it's a walking stick no it's not no it's not he twists it yeah yeah, yeah. Roll, roll, roll a roll a roll an arcana check real quick <laughs> oh would you roll a 10 that's <laughs> eh, close enough make it uh you know study it for five minutes <laughs> yep yeah so. oh there you go i uh i think oh, that goodness. I agree for sure this and and it could be possible and this could totally be a thing that since especially during the pandemic I think is when Dungeons and Dragons and other tabletop role-playing games Pathfinder you know uh you can start naming some other ones if you want Death Watch 13th um, Age Starfinder yeah yeah. yeah, all of these all these games started gaining prevalence because there wasn't anything for us to really do we couldn't leave our homes if you were smart and didn't get didn't want to get COVID like an idiot what if I was smart but wanted? Never mind. Never mind. Keep going. Keep <laughs> Let going. me rephrase that question. If you 
if if you intentionally didn't do what you're supposed to do and got COVID. Um, and so, like, is it possible that all along... Because I don't know how long this movie's been in development. I didn't really check. Let's see. But I have a feeling that, like, the people who wrote this movie got contributions from people who were like, no, that's not what would happen in a game. Mm. Like, maybe they had some consultants who came in and were like, look, if, if you're going to do this, you got to do it right. And the way to do it is to, it's got to be fun. Like, the problem with the first movie, aside from its, you know, issues with the director and the, pro- the producer becoming the director and being right, in development right. hell for a while, um, is it just wasn't a lot of fun. Like, there wasn't anything entertaining about it. Um, aside from the fact when snails died. So yeah, let's see in May, 2013. Yeah. There's a uh, long, like if you read through the Wikipedia paragraphs about the development of this movie. Yeah. Here by January, 2020 guess, Goldstein yeah. and daily announced that they had co-written a new draft of the script. Um, Goldstein stated that ours is a movie that doesn't take itself with great seriousness, but it's never a spoof. It honors the world of D and D and celebrates, but hopefully gives it an audience an engaging and fun ride. And they nailed it. Yeah, like here, it can uh, influences include the Princess Bride, Monty Python, Holy Grail, Lord of the Rings, and Indiana Jones. Sure. I can Speaking see it. of, there was an Indiana Jones trailer that dropped this morning. I don't know if I you had a chance it. to watch it. I watched it. Did yeah. you? You said you you haven't had a chance. No, I did watch it. Yeah. Um. All look. I know that today's been the day for controversial takes. So I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm you gonna, gonna give another one? I'm gonna give another one. I'm gonna pile on. Hot take. Uh, if Shia LaBeouf's not in this movie, it's not worth watching. <laughs> Uh, you know, Crystal Skull wasn't that bad. I like it. Really it. Was, it really wasn't. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. Yeah. I like my favorite part of that with coming out of that movie is our mutual friend, Brandon, saying that he's like, I can't believe that he swung on the vines with the monkeys. And I was like, that's the part. Yeah. Right. That's, like, I remember him talking that, to me about that as well. <laughs> like, that's that's really where yeah, you lost so, it. You mean, so in The Last Crusade, when the plane crashes into the tunnel and its wings get knocked off, and then they're driving past it in the car, and then the flaming thousand-pound plane is scraping on the ground past them, and the pilot looks at them, looks at the plane, looks at them again, and then explodes when it comes out of the tunnel, and they just drive through it, and nothing Mm -hmm. happens to them. Yeah. But old SB... Swing it off some vines is the problem. That's that's that that's where you get me. Oh, so the part when they when they they jump out of the plane and use an inflatable yeah. raft as a parachute slash snow sled. Yep. And they go mm-hmm. down a mountain and they survive the entire trip. That's okay. Yeah. When the guy that's gets great. his heart almost pulled out of his chest. Oh no, I'm sorry. He does get his heart pulled out of his chest and he's uh-huh. still alive. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. That's some monkeys. But it's but you, but swinging on vines. Yeah, just yeah. Tarzaning it up. How dare you? Yeah, I just uh, I think the part of that movie I didn't like is when he got in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, I thought it was funny. Yeah, no, it is funny, but it's the only part I was like, eh. yeah, yeah. But then I played Fallout New Vegas like two years later, and I found him. Gosh, all right, we went. That was uh so. There's our review of King of the Crystal Skull. Um, better Good than movie. you remember. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, definitely worth checking out, especially if you liked the. Uh, the first three movies, I think you'll really enjoy the fourth one. Yeah. And it had Ray Winstone in it, so shout out. Yeah. With the with the triple cross, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the triple cross. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among <laughs> Thieves. Wow. So uh I don't know how long so pre-production, but Chris Pine was cast in December of twenty twenty. So you're talking about how quickly the movie was turned around. It took just about three years from casting your lead to releasing the movie. Not bad. It looks like they were sitting on the property for a while. Uh, think trying to do something besides direct to sci-fi channel movies for it. I wish somebody would do that for Highlander, but here we are uh, in a world where <laughs> if you want to watch Highlander, you have to watch some cruddy sci-fi <laughs> made for TV movie. Uh, and D and D gets to go on the big screen. It's probably for the best. Was there anything in your uh, like? Well, actually, you know, I'll answer the question first. I had no problems with this movie from a I'm a super nerd and I'm going to dissect the abilities and the setting and would this really happen and is that against rules or blah 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 they stretched some things but I liked all of it was there anything that stu- stood out to you as maybe crossing that line no not really because I think uh it's upside effect um oh uh, he's here so the, the comment I'm about to make is he's probably gonna piss him off um <laughs> 
if your DM is a stickler for rules as written, right, you may not have the best time. You know, sometimes when you soul kick a dude and steal his boots off at the same time because you roll a nat 20 on your attack roll, uh, and then later on when one of your teammates is trying to get the item back that he wants, then you might metagame a little bit, you know? Uh, wow. It happens. It wow, happens. Chris. Sorry, wow. side effect. I also uh, think no. that if you if you attack and try to steal stuff from other players, and the DM allows it, <laughs> then you're in you're in the wrong. You it's, and the DM who allowed well, the metagaming. Uh, I, I he should have just said that they were for him, and I would have given it to him. <laughs> I didn't know until afterwards, until after the session. He's like, "Bro, those were supposed to be my boots." And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I thought you were just being a jerk. Sorry, son. No, you were being a jerk. No, for sure. No, I definitely yeah. was. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't attack anybody. I didn't attack a player for them. Like it was an enemy. No. Yeah. No. Your, I, if I recall correctly, you took the boots right off of. No. Side effects. Feet. No. No. Side there was a, in the chat. Side effect. The, no, there was a character. We we were getting hired to do a job, and like we were getting backstabbed and. The, the DM at the time, Tom, described him and he was wearing these boots and I kicked him in the chest. I rolled a nat 20 on my attack roll uh-huh, uh-huh. and I said, hey, Tom, since I'm so sneaky, when I kicked him, should I be able to steal his boots off at the same time? And he laughed out loud and said, make a roll. And I rolled a successful stealth check and I stole them. So no, I thought it was, I, I don't remember. No, I thought you took them th- right off of the PC's feet. But. No, I would never do that to Josh. Yeah, old boot stealer, <laughs> old boot stealer McGee. That's your new. That's your new handle, <laughs> boot stealer. Uh, no, I. Uh, I, I did. I. I did try to kill a party member when he blew us up with cannons. I, I remember that. that. I remember because yeah. I fudged my rolls in order to not kill him. Because <laughs> I'm what we call a good person. We did. Do, <laughs> we did do that. <laughs> we warned him. We, we did, warned we him. Did warn out him. of character. You we looked were, across the table and said, "If you." Uh, you shoot those cannons at my character, I will kill you. Yeah. I'm going to do... My guy is a cold-blooded killer. <laughs> he will stab you to death. I fire the cannons. <laughs> like, all right. All right. Let's go. God, that was a dumb table. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he got what he deserved. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just remember him uh, looking across, because I sat right across the this rec, the dining room table, the rectangle dining room table from the guy, and he, uh, I rolled what I rolled. He saw what I rolled. And he looked at me, and the look in his eyes, and I just like uh, took one of my dice and put the put it just a little bit lower, so he was down to like two HP instead of dead. <laughs> He's just seen. Was, Thank you. I'm just like, yeah. Well, this is this was mercy that you didn't deserve. Yeah. It was also the guy who used a countdown die instead of an actual D20. So <laughs> whatever. You know, it is what it be. <sighs> um, no. Anyways, so uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honor no, Among it, Thieves. It, in terms of like, I, I'm not. I've never really been that big of a stickler for the rules as written, and I don't necessarily think that that would even translate to the screen in any way. I mean, sure. Like, if people who don't know who have never played Dungeons and Dragons, a turn technically should only take five seconds, and so the scene where they're when um, Simon is casting the the projection spell or yeah. the illusion or whatever it is. It's funny. Is it six seconds? I thought it was five seconds. I could be wrong. Oh, no, it would make sense. Six seconds. Yeah. Ten turns in a minute. You're right. Oh, I, I'm five from the five foot square. It's five square foot. You're still fake nerd. Tile? Still fake right? nerd. Yeah, I guess. Uh, no, but like it, he loses his concentration because he gets his foot stuck. Right. Like that's hysterical. It's good. Uh, it, that, it wasn't even really uneven terrain, so I'm not sure how he got his foot stuck. But he rolled I mean, a one on his run check. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I guess it would be. I that would have to be a Constitution check, right? Like, I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, to get your foot stuck in a hole in the ground. <laughs> Idiot. It's pretty stupid. Uh, it was pretty yeah. stupid. Yeah, he was well, my favorite believed, character. Simon is pretty good. Simon um, was great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, Holga obviously uh, had the best action scenes, but Simon, the half elf, really wishes he was a higher level wizard. <laughs> that's that's what's up. Sorcerer. Sorcerer. Uh, yeah, I didn't have any trouble. I didn't have any problems with anything. Like I said, um, I'm also not a stickler for the rules in any ga- any game I've ever played or DM'd, whether it's D and D or something else. I mean, the the number one rule is to have fun, right? So as yeah. long as you're fair, and if you are breaking the rules, you're breaking them for the sake of fun or fairness. Yeah, who cares, yeah. right? Like when Dean and Dean Winchester shows up in, in your game. Yeah, <laughs> you're just gonna keep bringing up that one game. 
That was pretty bad. I, for the record, I was not the DM for that. That was some other guy. No, it was definitely not you. Not me. Uh, not me. It's yeah. not how I roll. No? Okay. I tried. <laughs> do you uh, Do you expect a sequel? I don't know. Like, it's just, I'm not sure. Like, the only way that you could really make a sequel to this movie, because um, I think it was the same problem with the first Dungeons and Dragons movie, because they they end the 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 quote unquote campaign right as heroes right, right? and then um then they they disappear i'm not i'm just not sure how you make a sequel to this movie unless you know maybe uh when hugh grant goes to prison like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like how how do you, like how do you make a sequel to this movie where i don't know like i don't, don't want to do the thing we normally do where we try to we rewrite the plot of a bad movie because this isn't a bad movie. Right. Uh, but I just don't know. I can't even speculate how you'd make a sequel to this particular story unless you have them go to a completely different place. Like they leave well, Neverwinter. I don't know if I mean, Neverwinter is big. Right, right, right. You know, the, the, the Forgotten Realms are, are, the setting is really, really nice. Do you think, so I, I, I haven't looked through any lists as far as like, Trivia or Easter eggs. Um, I did see that one of the parties that were trapped in the arena with them was the party from the, or all the characters from the early 80s D&D cartoon show. Yeah, I saw which, that, yeah. Which was pretty funny. Um, but I don't I don't think we got any cameos from established characters in the Forgotten Realms lore. Like, Dritz didn't show up, Cadbury or whatever. Yeah. Like, as, as far as I know. I didn't see them. I didn't see Would you have drow. liked that type of acknowledgement do you want that in a sequel like maybe the sequel just it doesn't have to have all this this whole cast it has one or two yeah. of them obviously probably uh edrin uh, chris pine's character but throw in somebody else yeah throw I mean, in dritz or someone i, I don't know i don't see why not choice but i mean well i mean there's so many like there's elminster mm-hmm. um they keep like there's the 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 what's her name lady falcon Falcon Rest, Falcon Head, or whatever from the from Silvery Moon. I mean, there's mm. so many things that they could do. Like they, I mean, they 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 talked about Thay. They could go back to Thay. Yeah, like that could be fun. Maybe Falcon Crest is her name. I don't know. Um, like they didn't really get involved with the gods. That's a whole a whole other. That's thing. yeah. But this is as far as lore goes. They're keeping it yeah. easy. Right, 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 right. Like sure. There's a I'm dragon. Just saying. Like yeah, yeah. There was a dragon and a dungeon. There were a couple dragons. of dungeons. Yeah. And then one dragon. You have to who have knew a, they, who do you do that? <laughs> the problem with calling it Dungeons and Dragons is that you have to have a dragon in every movie. Or is it actually Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> you know how much Dungeons and Dragons I've played and how little dragons were involved? <laughs> more more less dragons, more dungeons. Lots of dungeons. Uh, yeah. It's like dungeons over dragons. Definitely skewed. <laughs> Ratio is problematic. No, I no, I guess what I meant by that is since they did like they did dip their toe into it, like when they did the big, yeah. if I remember right, they did like an overworld map for a second, and you a saw couple a couple of times, different yeah. places. Yeah. And there's just so many other places you could go. I just meant that like I wouldn't have a problem with them doing that because since it's such a big, expansive world, I just also don't know how many characters they would want to bring back. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, would you want Chris Pine to come back and leave his kid a? Again. Again. Well, you give it some time, and the kid is an adult off having yeah. her own adventures. Sure, you know? why not? I mean, she she's a, come with him. Yeah, you know. whatever. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It was just a thought, or maybe just even if it's just a cameo from like Wolfgar or, or um, oh, what is the what is the dwarf? Uh, Brunor. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Battlehammer. Which not, which awesome name. Awesome. Um, distinct lack of dwarves in the party. I felt, but I guess they didn't want to be the Hobbit or Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I like, it's just, um, if you like, unfortunately, if you're going to portray a dwarf in, in media, you're going to make them a joke. Like, I mean, I, it's guess. Just, it, it's, I mean, I'm not saying that that's what I would do. I'm just saying that's what movie executives decide, right? They're like, cool. Yeah. We're going to have, we're going to have a dwarf in here. He's an idiot. Like, yeah. it's just like, he's got to be a drunken fool. Who's a mess. Like, and like, whereas in the Hobbit, or in Lord of the Rings, you know, mm-hmm. Gimli, while at some times comic relief is a, like a, I wouldn't even say they're a vital character to the movie, but they're just like, they're stalwart. They're like a, they're, they're a good rock to bounce things off of. Like you get, you definitely get the difference in how they're portrayed as in the other Dungeons and Dragons movie. <laughs> um, 
But I mean, in in The yeah. Hobbit, you know, you have all these different dwarves. You have all these different personalities, but there's a group of them. So it's easy, like, to not make one of them an idiot where, because if you do that for one of them, then you're doing it for all of them, kind of. Um, so. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm 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 fine with the representation that they had. Sure. Like, were there a lot of humans? Yeah, I mean, there were two, right? Technically three, but overall, I mean, a, a tiefling and a half elf. I mean, yeah. When was the last? When was the last time you saw someone play a tiefling at a table? So I mean, <laughs> like, it's been a minute. Yeah. Did she have hooves? I I didn't. We didn't see her hooves. Don't know if she had hooves. Actually. Hmm. I need a deep dive. You need. To, yeah. Look up. Uh, uh, Google <laughs> Google Dork's feet. Dork's feet. Don't do it. Don't do it, cat. Don't do it. If you are gonna do it, do it in a private tab. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <clears throat> wow. Uh cat uh, <laughs> just said in our chat, no, no, thank you. <laughs> Very nice. Overall, worth worth going and seeing the theater. If like you're catching this and it's still in the theater wherever you're at, I think it's worth paying the money. It was a lot of fun to see in the theater. I laughed a lot. The action was really good. If you decide to wait to see it at home, that's fine too. Definitely yeah. watch it at home. Uh, but you should watch it. I think you should yeah. watch it. I think I, I agree. Definitely. Like I, I what a lot of people I think miss is that a movie like this is it's supposed to be fun. You know, like, it, it, and if you're going to go see it in theaters, the best part about a big movie like this is the fact that you can watch it on a huge screen. And, you know, you get to be in a, you get to be in a, a room full of people who are probably more than interested in what you're watching. Yeah. You know, my issues with The Force Awaken aside, that was a yeah. fun movie to see in the theater. Revenge of the Sith was a great movie to see in the theater. Like some of the Harry Potter films I saw with the people I went to go see them with, like the cheering I think a lot like um like an in game, you know, when um what's his face? Captain America, you yeah. know, gets yeah. the shield and everyone's like, Yeah. Oh, he does it and then he gets the hammer and then yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um well he, he has a shield the whole time, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> when, he when he gets the he's hammer. kinda known for the shield. I don't know if you yeah. know this or not. <laughs> Captain, Captain America has a shield? He uses what? a shield, yeah. Did oh, you dang. see John Wick four yet? No, I have not. Oh. Okay, I that's I had the crowd. I had people clap in the theater during John Wick Chapter Four. <laughs> I, you know, it, you can clap in the you can clap in the movie theater, but just don't clap in the plane lands. That's all I'm saying. I hate when people clap in the plane lands. <laughs> I hate it so much. Look, no one ever claps for me whenever I reset their password. <laughs> no one ever claps for me oh, when I, I can, pull I into my the, driveway without hitting the garage door. I can check my email again. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Go, Chris. <laughs> Are welcome. you comparing being a pilot? Oh, it's a job. <laughs> look, look, just look. Just because you go to school and pay thousands of dollars oh. to fly a multi-ton aircraft, yeah, it's yeah. still what you do from nine to five. I'm just I mean, saying. It could be. Look, I'm gonna give I'm you. I'm just some, saying. I'm gonna give you some claps. Don't worry. There you go. <laughs> I don't need them. No, no. They're in the chat. I don't need your pity you. claps. I don't need I them. Got you. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. All right. So you you agree? Worth the price of subscription. Worth the ten dollar movie ticket. Worth the price of admission, admission and subscription when the time comes. Very nice. Uh, did you have an idiot of the movie? I, I guess it would be the guy who wrote a spell that said you have to ask what five questions. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like we didn't really talk about it, but probably the funniest scene in the movie. I, what, what, what's your favorite food? <laughs> Yeah, what's your favorite color? Yeah, what do you uh, what do you do for fun? Like huh. just like kind of like you just run out of questions to ask people, right? Um or uh, I mean I, I want to introduce a new segment mm. after you give me your idiot of the movie. Okay. So. My idiot of the movie is <laughs> cat stole it. It's Jonathan. <laughs> for, for for doing the same thing again. <laughs> for allowing himself to be ambushed by multiple prisoners. <laughs> and I guess also I really I, I really I really think Jonathan should be here. I gotta tell should him be here for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, just this I really think my story is connected. Uh. Oh. Yeah, Jonathan. Jonathan's my idiot. Uh and also my answer for who is Kelsey Grammer, okay. Jonathan, in the mm. makeup with wings okay. and the whole bit. Yeah. It's just the voice. <laughs> just no, no, they do practical effects. I'll give my KG here in a second. Okay. Actually, no, I'll do it right now. Um, it would probably be Lord Neverwinter. 
Because oh, we only ever just, see him at the end. He just wakes so when up he just wakes end. up, it's just Kelsey Grammer. You're just, and then the, 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 never the, the, the scene immediately cuts to the next scene. You're like, was that Kelsey Grammer? Like, that's what I would want. Like Brad Pitt's cameo in Deadpool 2? Wait, yeah, was that yeah. Brad Pitt? Yeah, hold on a gone. second. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to introduce a new segment. Okay. Uh, I don't know what to name it yet, but it, I want it to be a complete inverse of Idiot of the Movie. Oh. And the person I want to give it to is the guy who bricked over the window <laughs> in the dungeon. Because when he grabs Jonathan, I was like, oh, no. And then when they slam into the tapestry and then it zooms out. No, not Savior, because he doesn't really save anything. But just like um, the good idea genius. machine. Genius the, of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Not even, well, it's not genius. Well, just the other not, guys aren't necessarily always idiots. That's fair. Um, we'll, get, we'll workshop we'll, it. We'll, we'll workshop, yeah, workshop it. it. Workshop it. Um, but uh, <laughs> antonym, antonym of idiot, layman, <laughs> not idiot. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, but he slams into the tapestry and you just see the brick wall. Like I cackled. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I laughed at certain parts, but like I cracked up when I, when I saw that. Like I laughed out loud and almost choked on popcorn. Like don't ask me why I still had popcorn at the end of the movie, but I just, I almost did it. So, oh my gosh, that's yeah. good. I, I guess I would. The intellectual, intellectual, the movie, yeah. Or we'll, intellectual, we'll, I like would that. You, we'll just look up the opposite of idiot. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> intellectual, precocious, bright, brainy. Uh, well, that's genius. I'm, we're just talking about someone who's just not an idiot. Um, I mean, in this case, it would be the handyman, <laughs> the handyman of the movie, rocket, the scientist. contractor, yeah, the wise guy of the movie. Ooh, <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. A sage. <laughs> No, that's a class. That's a character. I think wise guy. I think wise, wise guy, guy works. Yeah. I would also have to, like, I, here's the thing. I can't agree with you because <laughs> I actually don't know if they bricked over that window or if they're just in a different room. No, I think they're in the same window. I think they're in the same room. It looks like they've got the same get up, but I mean, it's a yeah. big tower. Yeah, but when they, they could be it, in an interior room. But when they get slammed through, like it's the exact same shot. And so when they zoom out, mm. like if this is the same porthole, is brick cheaper than a window? Um I, think, I don't know the answer to the question. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, back then I don't know what I labor mean, is like. If you would like if you know anything about stained glass and lead windows, I think it like it would be more labor intensive to make the window, but in a world where you Magic. can create an illusion of Chris Pine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could just, or you can make a hand out of, you know, cobblestones, uh, or you can turn a dragon or um, a, a statue into a live dra- dragon. I think that you could just make another window. No, I think they just bricked it over because they were like, this is an oversight. This was an oversight. <laughs> How does this happen? Well, no one's ever gonna... thought of it. I don't know, boss. <laughs> They're just jumping out. We were going to approve your release. <laughs> yeah, we could pardon you. What are you doing? What are you yeah. doing? No, I can just imagine oh, like the like the the tower maintenance, you know, like, and they're just like, how did this happen? Yeah. It's like, hey, no one's ever thought about kidnapping the Eric Kokra. And it's just like, all right. Just brick it over me. Level just, level care. with me. <clears throat> level with me, Chris. Mm. I'm now level 10. I've gained... Um, I'm not going to keep that joke going. Snails. <laughs> no. If, enough. Listen, let me finish. <laughs> if one of the other parties in the arena had been the party from D&D 2000, better or worse movie? If he gets killed by a displacer beast, better. <laughs> Any way that he can just die, Snails just gets destroyed by a mimic. <laughs> no, I, just, I, don't, I don't, I don't care. I just, I just don't want him around. You know what? He could have been one of the people at the gambling table turned into a zombie. How about that? How about that? No, fair enough. I think like the um, the ending seat, like the ending sequence with the the balloon and the portal, uh, like definitely genius. Oh yeah, like absolutely fantastic. It's like, what are you gonna do? I'm going to keep my promise to sink. <laughs> the balloon starts flying away and the, the treasure starts coming out of it. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know that happened. You know that You know that happened at a table. Oh, yeah. Someone, someone was like, hmm. We should, hmm. like, we kind of teased it and we talked about it a little bit, but it, it, I, I don't think it's coming together. <laughs> Us, like, playing a game, playing some D&D, 
for the podcast. I mean, uh, getting a game together in real life is hard enough, but getting it together to broadcast or stream or whatever is even worse. Yeah. Uh, so it might not happen for this this month or whatever we're doing with all this D and D theme stuff or D and D topics. But uh, I think we should. I mean, if not D and D, then some other system, whether it's another science fiction or fantasy system, it doesn't matter. It could be really good. It would be Clayton a lot of Grover. fun yeah. for the fans to get to see what it's like to interact with you. <laughs> Look, I, I have I have changed in, in my in my in my in my years. I'm 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 much more mature. Uh, just don't let me play a drow rogue, and I'll yeah. do do whatever I can to not do that. <laughs> it's just so easy. It's just so easy. Uh, it's so easy to steal stuff when you can just cast darkness on somebody's head. <laughs> Oh, I can't see. Where's all my stuff? I don't know. Oh, oh that's Why good. are you jingling when you walk? I don't know. It just, it just happened that way. So. With the D&D movie release, do you, does that... I should... This one. Sorry. With Honor Among Thieves, specifically, um, doing really well. Is that good news for Mythica or other fantasy properties? Like, are we going to start to see more fantasy movies? Well, so when did that one Tom Cruise movie come out? Hold on. Oblivion, Tom 2013. Uh, so in 2013, Oblivion and a couple of um, sci-fi movies came out. Like sure. it, it, it was like the year of science fiction. And I was like, wow. And then they were less science fiction and just kind of more vehicles. But then again, Edge of Tomorrow came out. Battleship, Planet, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes from 2012 to 2014. That like that little era. There was a mm-hmm. little nice little run of science fiction. Um, and I think it's been long enough from the hobbit to where yeah. we could have a nice little fantasy run okay like i think it's certainly possible i don't know if it'll happen i mean we're getting a we're getting another mythica movie it's yeah. it's the same vein right directs a dvd or whatever it'll be a lower budget obviously there's talk of a dnd television show we just had the rings of power and will of time television shows for better or for worse um so i think i think fantasy has been hitting especially with game of thrones fantasy has been hitting television pretty well the last few years Mm -hmm. but it hasn't really hit movies hasn't been the big screen right the silver screen or whatever yeah and i'm just i don't know i'm hoping that this can maybe give us some other properties even if it's just original non-licensed work i'd like to see more fantasy hit movie theaters cat's kind of right like she if you look at what she's looking at now i mean there's just a lot of um star wars because technically that's fantasy i mean yeah I, I get what you're saying, though. Like, yeah. definitely, there needs to be more just straight, like, sword and shield fantasy. Like, there just needs to be more of that, I think. Um, exactly. Yeah, sword and shield fantasy is yeah. what I would call it. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't, like, I I mean, the, the time's right, because when did the last Hobbit movie come out? I don't know. I didn't watch it. Desolation of Smaug, 2013. So, yeah. Ten I years. Mean, it's, yeah. It's about that time. Yeah. We can so. try again. We can try unless you again. consider Pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean they're fantasy, fantasy films yeah. for sure. They're swashbuckling adventure films, but they're not. It's not the same thing, right? Yeah, definitely not the same thing. I don't know. Well, I'm hoping this will you know start something. Uh, hopefully, this is just our next bubble. We're getting out of the MCU <laughs> for some reason. Right into the DCE. No, right, some reason uh, DC never figured it out that whole bubble the bubble came and went yeah. and they're like we got yeah. three good movies we can't yeah. figure our shit out well no, well they the, the problem is, is they were like they pardon my language they blew their wad with the christopher nolan batman movies oh yeah the, the dark knight is one of the best movies i've ever seen it just happened to also be a, a quote-unquote superhero movie yeah those movies are not like they're the least right. genre of that genre. Yeah. Yeah. They just, but I mean, people are going to group them in there together. And so they, they couldn't copy that because they wanted to do what Marvel was doing and have like, and I don't want to say campy, but they wanted to have like fun, but serious. And they just could yeah. never figure it out. And then I saw the, Justice League. Joss yeah. Well, I was gonna, yeah. I was going to say that the one time they gave someone like the, the juice to make a serious film, he, you know, screwed it up. <laughs> it was, he just couldn't do it. Yeah. And then he made the Snyder Cut, which is seven and a half hours. Well, I mean, there's a lot to... We've discussed that before. We have older yeah. episodes yeah. about the Snyder Cut it. and all that. We don't talk... Like, <laughs> it's not like Zack Snyder just up and left for no reason uh, from production. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but he, he ruined Batman v Superman, I guess what I'm saying. Look, uh, would love suggestions <laughs> for other 
science fiction or fantasy, movies, television shows, shorts, whatever. If it's media, new or old, uh, and we haven't reviewed it already, let us know about it, and we'll be more than happy to watch it, no matter how torturous, and then give you our opinions on it. Uh, You can reach out to us multiple ways. Our email address is scifiwiseguys at gmail.com. You can hit us up on social media, I guess, at sci-fi wise guys. Um, Twitter is pretty dead, uh, and we're we don't you know we're pretty bad about keeping up with the socials, but we do get alerts for the DMs um, or if we get added or anything like that. So even if it seems like we don't post a lot or, or whatever, yeah. you can still reach out to us there. Not a problem yeah, it, at all. Yeah, if you have a suggestion for a social media that we can use to shill our podcast, yeah, email me at sci-fi wise guys at gmail.com. Along with your suggestion. Yes. We also have a Discord, which you can find links to at all of those other places. Yeah. Stay healthy. Stay hydrated. And um, don't get your foot stuck when you're concentrating on an illusion spell. If you are a falcon person, don't walk by open windows. (laughs) It wasn't open. (laughs) Don't walk by windows around prisoners. Yeah. They're prisoners. They're in prison for a reason. They are in prison for a reason. Thanks, guys. Bye. Landed.